0: Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Southpreet706. We back at it again with a little pre-Super Bowl, uh, you know, chat. We're going to chop it up. We got a couple of uh, return guests, a couple of special guests today. So without further ado, I'd like to have the rest of the guys introduce themselves. Uh, you can follow me at Southpreet706 on Twitter. Uh, this is committee podcast. We, we deep like the Wu-Tang Clan. We got mad people in here, so it's lit.
1: And I guess I'll take off next. What's up, world? What's up, America? What's up, everybody else? This is your boy, Love Killer T-R-E for Trey, um, on Twitter, on Instagram, and anywhere else you can find me by my government name. Ready to rock this pot tonight. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and kick it over to my boy, Marcus.
2: Yeah, I'm uh, Marcus underscore sniffles, Twitter, Instagram. Uh Just here to get off these hot takes.
1: And then returning we got classic.
3: Yo, classic nine oh four in the building.
1: And then of course special guest is gonna be our boy uh foams. Man L Breeze, I'll
0: call that man foams. That's that's
4: stupid. Yeah. El Breezy nine oh four. Duval County. You'd be acting, like, you be
0: acting like an ass. <laughs> this a dude with the worst Twitter handle of all time. What is a. Our phones are great. That's no, great. What is a love, love killer
1: tray? That's, that's actually a poetic name. What's yeah, a South Breeze. A character or like? what's, a, what's a South Breeze 706? First of all, you're not even from 706. Come on, stop man. disrespecting the area. <laughs> Don't come <laughs> after me.
0: Damn. Anyway. Those are alternative facts because uh, that's un- unaccurate. But, anyways, oh uh, yeah, so that's everybody. You know, holler at us on Twitter, um, delete Facebook 2017. So, we're going to kick it off with uh, recently a uh, Big Sean put out a new CD, which I listened to yesterday. It's pretty good. I got to run it back because I was in the gym. It was kind of loud, but it, it was cool. I mean, I'm not quick to dub something like a classic or. It's the best of all time, but apparently uh, the God MC, uh, Slim Shady, Marshall, Marshall Mathers, Eminem, he made a, a cameo and had a verse that a lot of people, I guess on Twitter, which I didn't see because I don't really follow people that smash Eminem like that. They were saying that this was like the greatest verse of all time. Eminem is bad. He's the GOAT. He's top five. You know, he's who your MC, your favorite MC dreams about
1: of the rappers
0: yeah, yeah. so a, a lot of people were, were you know saying he's back you know he's put out a project
1: and and some,
0: Yeah, some people have a have might think those are alternate facts but uh, I guess uh, love killer Trey has some things to say about that cuz I mean like I said I just heard the CD yesterday so I I just heard somebody talking really crazy and then the voice started to change up. I started hearing stuff about, you know, rape and stuff I'm like. Oh, okay, that's Eminem. That's that was just me. I'm like, all right, Eminem's being Eminem, nasty, filthy.
1: Okay, and, and if you say Eminem's being Eminem, is he in your top five? I mean,
0: nope. Nah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> nah,
0: not even close. Nah, <laughs> not even top ten. It's different strokes for different folks. Again, like, when I first heard Eminem, like, when I was in middle school, I'm like, yo, how is this on the radio? This is this disgusting. But then I'm like, you know what, these songs are kind of tight. Like, the production is actually really good, too. So there are a couple, you know, Eminem songs that might be in my top 50. yeah, no, probably like top 100. But as far as, like, rappers and MCs, nah, not my top five. So go, go ahead and give you a little, your little spiel because you seem to have a little bit to say. You, it seems like you interacted with more people that had more to say than I have right now. Because, again, I just listened to it, so you you
1: go ahead and chop it up. Well, of course, I was on Twitter getting verbally attacked because I uh, said the verse was trash. I think a lot of people, they, uh, because he did say fuck Trump on it, um, they kind of overhyped it, and the fact that he's Eminem, he barely touches things. So it's kind of like, oh, you know, the god MC is back. But, I mean, when I look at it, you know, talking about uh, I saw them eyes like an ass raper, like what the fuck are you talking about? You know, <laughs> my oh, reversing my I'm basically 30 or like amazingly zerdy, Well, amazingly sturdy, zany and wordy, brainy and nerdy, blatantly dirty, insanely perverted, rapey and scurvy. Like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, I, I can't for the most part. It's a couple of Eminem songs that I like. Overall, I can't relate to that guy at all. I mean, I love my mom. Wouldn't disrespect not publicly.
2: <laughs> you're a child uh, killer, you don't want to slit her throat and throw nah, her head, I'm
1: not throw <laughs> her head <laughs> in the ocean. I'm not going to bury her in my closet or come out my closet. I thought that just means you're gay. When and no offense to homophobe, I mean, not homophobe, no offense <laughs> to uh, you know, gay <laughs> correspondence and people would like that. But I thought, I'm uh, coming out my closet means that you're going to admit your true sexuality. But, I mean, his songs, the only songs I really like are stan was tight because of dido or whatever her name is and the beat was really smooth and i like um oh what is it whatever you say i am or something like that that's just the way i am those are the only songs i even like i don't even think they grace my top 100 songs of all time um it could be me maybe i you know maybe because he's white i don't like him i don't know and if it is i apologize but wow eminem is severely overhyped he is if eminem if eminem was a black artist would anyone care? I mean,
0: I I give him credit because he does he does flow a lot without saying the word nigga. Like, there's a lot of rappers that's, that's, that's very he do? I'm,
2: I'm very impressed by that. I'm
0: surprised yeah, he has. There's like, a lot of rappers up, right? that can't go more than <laughs> thirty five seconds without saying nigga, unless uh, at mm-hmm. least like ten to fifteen times.
2: Like, like he's he's got like a lot of albums. He yet to like. He doesn't have that word as a crutch, and he doesn't use it, yeah, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, I give him credit for that.
1: I, I'm like, I know he can't
0: say that, but okay. I'm I'm just saying like, I,
2: well, I get, well, my thing with, uh, with the, uh, no favors versus like, I, I like the song. I like, uh, I like the big Sean album. Um, I decided, I thought it was really good. Uh, the song, like big Sean's verse was really good, but i like, I listened to Eminem's verse. The only thing I could think of is like, why is this so long? This is the longest verse of all time. <laughs> And it's like, it's not it's not terrible, but it's re- It's not good. It's not it's not a verse that people are gonna like stand up and like, wow, this is it. This is a verse like Eminem is. This isn't it. This isn't the Eminem that you want. This isn't the Eminem. This isn't the Slim Shady, Marshall Mathers LP Eminem. This is just some um, you know Eminem who's just very secluded, doesn't really get out much. It's really. I mean he was trying, but not really trying to put out hit this isn't renegade Eminem, you know what I'm saying? He's not putting out that level quality verse, guest verse. And I I real who I really I really feel bad for Big Sean just because he is from Detroit and he does rep Eminem so hard. And I feel like he's been trying to get an Eminem verse for the longest on his album. I feel like he's always mentioning Eminem, always bigging him up, and then he finally gets him on an album and he, he gets that. Like If you did, if you did ask somebody like three years ago, there's going to be an album that comes out and it's going to feature Eminem and the Migos. And if I would have told you the Migos would have a better verse than Eminem, you would have called me crazy. But that's what happened. Migos had had better verses than everybody's favorite, you know, rapper or the greatest rapper of all time. Apparently it just wasn't that good. It was, a, it was it was just wasn't good. It wasn't what I expected out of him. You, nah, gotta hold, man. you gotta you gotta hold down Detroit, man. You gotta you get on the record with a fellow native of Detroit, you, you gotta step your game up. He and that, probably, and
0: you th- probably could have probably had like maybe Royce a five nine or something for the burst. I think that would have probably been but back. the thing is is that
2: big that's imminent that's Big Sean's favorite rapper. Like if you if you look at inter, any interview he will say Eminem is his favorite rapper. They're from Detroit. That's his guy. So I can understand him wanting that verse because that's his that's his idol basically. That's that's like, you know, uh hey,
1: don't let your idols cloud your judgment though. Bro. I mean that, there is that. It, it,
2: I bet it's pretty hard. Like if you're from Detroit, Eminem gives you a verse and you're like, yo, that that ain't it. It's gotta be hard to tell him like, hey, em, I know you're my favorite, you're my idol, but this ain't it. It's gotta be super hard to, to tell somebody that. And it, it kind of, like, hearing that Eminem verse makes me appreciate, uh, like, Andre 3000 when he does his guest verses. Because when he gets on a verse, it's like, okay, that's, that's it right there. Every time he gets on something, I'm like, Phew. I have to re-listen to it because I'm like, maybe I missed something, but this is it. Eminem, it's just like, man, you got you to gotta do better than that, man. Like, you don't rap enough to come out with that kind of verse.
0: That's fair enough. Classic. I, you got any, you got any comments on that?
3: Because I, I really have nothing else to say, but I really don't care. I, I definitely do, man. I feel like the verse was was blah. Honestly, I feel like the Big Sean CD was trash too. <laughs> uh, oh, it, no! It, it's
2: not. It's
3: <laughs> not. It, it's oh. not it, <laughs> his best songs. His best songs. He already put them out. You know what I'm saying? But. uh that the particular song with Eminem man, I uh come on man. You know Marshall Mathers gonna give you the same shit. You know what I'm saying? And I was confused the entire time. I'm just sitting there like, all right, bro. Like if it would have been anybody else, you know what I'm saying, it'd have been kicking them in the dirt right now, man, if they would have came out with a verse like that, man. So
1: it's I feel much- like Eminem
3: get a he get a pretty good pass whenever he drops some trash shit, man, on people's verses or he come out with these badass songs, he, man. He, he so pretty, pretty I, much- I really didn't like it.
2: He has like a bunch of boxes he has to check whenever he does a verse. It's like, okay, am I gonna rape somebody? Am I gonna do like something sexually deviant to somebody? Or am I gonna kill somebody? Or I'm, am I gonna like shout out the biggest, you know, person, the most popular person, basically? And he did that with Trump. It's like, oh, Trump's a bitch. That's the biggest guy out. So let me shout him out. Uh, I need to talk about rape. I need to get people's attention. <laughs> he got. He he has a line in there about. He has a line in there about pissing on Fergie. Like who does that? Like what did yeah, Fergie what do to do you? Anything? Yeah. What did Fergie do? Okay. Fergie's all right. She's fine. There like, might be some.
0: There might be some beef we don't know about. But again, who cares about Fergie, a Fergie? With Fergie. Membership? Maybe, well, you, maybe he wasn't getting up. Maybe but, he tried to get some play and he got curved. He, he married.
3: That's, that's that's that don't mean what nothing. I, oh, fuck. You know, but you know what? Those are some of the things I don't like about Eminem. Like it's like uh, when you think about it, you'll go at Nick Cannon, but whenever DMX has something to say about you, you want to you want to bark back. You want to no go problem. at Mariah Carey, you want to go at uh, what's that dude? Come on, but he went at Ja Rule when everybody else was going at Ja Rule. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like he went at Ja Rule solo, you know, because Ja Rule, come on, let's be real. Ja Rule whooped his ass. Like, I don't give a damn who it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Eminem always go at the softest person he can find. But whenever it's somebody else, when Rick Ross called him a hunky, we never heard nothing back. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like when certain people say something to uh, Eminem, he ain't got nothing to say. But when he finds somebody trash. I bet if I hear go at Justin Bieber or somebody like that. So I feel he, like uh, he, he's, I feel he's, like he he'll, Justin he'll, pick, Bieber. He'll, he'll pick an easy target every time. Like he'll never pick a certain target. Eminem always go at the softest person he can find. But whenever it's a hardcore rapper, he'll never, ever, ever go at him.
1: And I'd like to me? go ahead and debate a fact really quick. Um, I think a lot of people in this Renegade song, Feel as Uh-oh. if, just because Nas said that he killed him on the song. Don't do this. Don't do it. No, that, his yeah, verse was not it. better than Jay-Z's. Come like, on, man. Yes, it was. His verse was not better than Jay-Z's, man. It's a bunch of people giving him way too much credit. It was not better. Considering that was
2: the only other voice on the Blueprint outside of Jay-Z's, like, it was a standout. At the bare minimum, it stood out. Because he could have got anybody to feature on that album and he only had one feature and it was eminem and he did that verse and that was a great verse can,
3: can he, i was a pretty, him, it, it was a decent if, if, if you want to
1: above it I was ask, above average
3: can i ask y'all what did he say on that verse because i know that song backwards and forward what did eminem say that was so spectacular
2: i just thought it was a whole verse just speaking I mean, on
1: your fucking do-gooders too bad you couldn't do good at marriage uh as a motherfucking drug addict, like you didn't experiment, like what what, what was what was so eye catching on that verse?
2: Hey, when I listen to it, it it it, ca- it catches my eye or it ca- caught my ear at the very least. Sleep well, emoji.
0: Some Sleep some, emoji. some rappers have like <clears throat> like even though some rappers not 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 my, might not be as good. Not saying Eminem's not a great rapper, but some rappers have just sometimes your voice can can help add to your your greatness or your perceived greatness like some people just have that voice or that flow it's like okay as soon as I get in the track it's like all right cool this is this person they're very distinctive so that's part of it with Eminem he's the only the best white rapper to ever rap so when you hear his voice well I wouldn't I
2: I wouldn't want to put that distinction on as one of the greatest white rappers because there's not a lot of I mean, who is it? Beastie Boys, Ice, McLemore, like you're kind of, you're kind of putting him down by comparing him to those other guys. I'm
0: not, but it's just the facts. Like, okay, you hear Eminem's like, oh shit, it's it's Eminem. Eminem is lit. Like, all right, cool. Just like if you're the only, I don't know, like you're the only, shit, I don't even know how I'm going to say that. I mean,
2: we're not going to, are we going to just act like because Eminem is white that he's not, great either are we are we saying Eminem is nah, a, a great? I'm renegade? not saying
1: that at all, but I'm just saying when I look at his verse even the second verse on Renegade I mean he, he's talking a lot about some different religions but nothing really pops out to me. You know, and even I'm pulling this up on iTunes whoever decided to type out the the verse uh sorry to tell you but Eminem murdered him on this track RIP Jay What the fuck are you talking about? He didn't murder him at all. How did he murder him? Can somebody can somebody help me? Uh, El Breezy, do you know how he murdered him on the track? Nah, man,
4: I have no comment on Eminem. I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of Eminem nor Big Sean, so yeah.
1: <laughs> Why are you not a fan of Eminem or Big Sean?
4: I'm just not, man. I mean, it's a few songs I like of Big Sean's, but like what Classic was saying earlier, like to me earlier on in his career, like that's when all the like stuff that I like. But like now, nah, Eminem too. Like, early on. Like, I like Stan. Shit, that's the only thing I can really think of. But, <laughs> I mean, the, <laughs> not a big... the, the thing with Eminem's
2: verse, if you think about what the song title is called Renegade, he's talking about how he's doing all these things that shouldn't make him popular, but he is. He's talking about all this bad stuff, all this ludicrous stuff, and all the kids love him. And nobody, like, everybody either hates him or loves him, but he's still able to come out on top. That's that's basically what the song is about. And I I thought I I maybe it's personal preference, but I thought the verse I thought it was a great verse. Whether it's better than Jay-Z's verse, that I mean you can bait that to the cows come home. But I'm not gonna sit here and say like Eminem is good for a white rapper. If you listen to if you listen to his flow, his wordplay, how fast he can rap, the different the different types of words he uses in a lyric in a bar. To get them to go together, I mean, a lot of rappers can't really rap the way Eminem does, and I, I, I'm not gonna, you know, degrade. Not, I'm not gonna degrade him by saying, "Oh, he's he's better than Vanilla Ice and Macklemore and Beastie Boys." Okay, well, let me ask you this: he, <laughs> that's not that that's not the standard that he's at. He's Is at he a in your top ten? Uh, maybe. Oh, if I really, if, oh, I really like... sat, if I really sat down and like looked at it. I'd, he probably wouldn't be, but that's because the albums that he he put out that I that I didn't like I thought were horrible. Like they weren't even like close. They weren't redeemable albums. They were just like really really bad. But the albums of his that I did like I thought they were really good. But his his there's some people that put out like bad. There's some there's some rappers that put out average albums. Like I thought you know I decided isn't pretty average album. I thought Big Sean's last album was better. Now, Eminem, his good albums are really, really good. His bad albums are really, really bad. And for him to put out that many bad records in a row, that's, that's what hurts him for me. I was just like, okay. So let
1: me ask you this is, are any of his albums, his good albums in your top 20, 25, uh, all time albums?
2: I mean, that's, I feel like that's something I'd have to research or have the top 25 albums. <laughs> I mean,
1: but you would, I mean, but you know, we, we go over this a lot. You would have top, you, you could probably roll off 20 albums that you like quickly. And I mean, is the Slim Shady LP, the Marshall Mathers LP, the Eminem Show, are any of those three in your top 25?
2: If I had to, um, top 25, maybe, uh, the Marshall Mathers LP just because of the songs that are on there, Stan. Uh, I'd like to kill you. Um, let's see, like the real Slim Shady, The Way I Am. I Yeah, I'd probably put that in my top 25. But like I said, that's something that could take a while to, to really, I mean, you got to think of how many hip-hop albums are out there and how many albums we've listened to. To come up with a top 25, that would take a couple days to figure that one out.
3: I mean I feel like uh, a lot of people
0: Hold on you're you're cutting in and out. Yeah, Ross having uh, classes have technical difficulties, so I went ahead and cut him off. So
2: well, um well just to, just real quick cuz he brought up like the comparison between like Eminem and DMX. If you follow uh Stereo Williams on Twitter, he's a big he's big into music. Um he, he had a couple of tweets that were explaining the difference. He was explaining basically how Eminem was able to be considered one of the greats while DMX kind of fell to the wayside. Because when, when they both first came out, they had big records. They sold a lot of albums. If you listen to DMX's early stuff, he was talking, he was talking pretty crazy too, just like Eminem was on his, his albums. And um, – you know, he got just as much recognition, but when DMX put out a bad album, he he didn't get that same type of support that say Eminem got. Eminem still was able to be great even while putting out garbage, and then DMX did the same thing, and he kind of fell to the wayside a little bit. And People kind of forgot about him. I, I'm I'm not able to like really go off the top of my head about everything that he said, but if you follow yeah. if you follow Stereo Williams on Stereo williams on twitter and you type in like eminem dmx he has like a thread explaining okay. how like dmx was just as big as eminem but once dmx put out a bad album he just disappeared and eminem kept uh ascending basically
3: and can y'all hear me better right now yeah you good yeah. yeah. all
2: right yeah. I, what i
3: was gonna say was a lot of people are trying to say that we can't uh like eminem it's like we can we can say that yeah he has great lyrics sometimes not lyrics but great flow patterns he can he can rap he can put words together we we know that but the subject matter overall Eminem don't be talking about shit.
1: Well, not at least stuff that I can relate to. Um, I'm gonna save the DMX I was I was gonna I was gonna come out with this uh, DMX thing but I'll save that for another time. Um anyway so. The next subject that we're gonna roll to if you guys don't mind is the um the recent amount of biopics that have been out uh recently and some that are coming out in the future. Uh, of course the the newer biggest one would be the um oh shit. The, the one with Bobby Brown. What, what the heck new is edition? Okay, for some reason I went to the five heartbeats because you were talking about them <laughs> earlier. I don't know what happened with me. But what are you guys' thoughts on all the biopics that are out? I guess I'll kick it off with, um, I thought the, well, first I thought the new edition went Now It was kind of overhyped because people did come out, say it was better than the Jackson 5 American Dream Whoa. and Whoa. The Temptations. I thought that was shooting way high. Yeah,
4: but I overall,
1: I do like the biopics that come out. It has been something that I don't like. But what what are you guys thoughts on the um, the recent amount of biopics as well as some of the futures that we're gonna get, such as the Dog Pound biopic, Jodeci, and whenever the Tupac one comes out?
0: I mean, with me, I, I think it's I think it's cool because it's it's a good way for a lot of people that didn't grow up on that music to learn about uh, some of the, I guess, forefathers that helped you know, paved the way for some people we have out now. I mean, with me, honestly, I didn't know that New Edition had broken up into so many groups, like different, different yeah. acts. I mean, I like R&B, but I, I wasn't on it. I really didn't grow up in that time period. It's not like, oh, you know, when they was out, you know, I was out there buying their tapes. Like, I was
2: pretty young, you
0: know what I'm saying? So it, it's a good, I guess, kind of history lesson on what's going on with uh, with R&B, R&B artists. Again, like with uh, Stray Compton, like I knew, I kind of knew the story, but I didn't know how how deep the story went. I didn't know Dr. Dre had a brother. Um, I didn't know. I didn't really know the impact Ice shoe had with the uh, working with the, uh, I guess, the Nation of Islam stuff like that. Um, I mean, I knew that uh, Suge Knight was a savage, but I mean, that dude was awesome, on on some next level stuff. So I think it's cool with the with the uh, the caveat that they're done well. Like, don't put out trash don't put out a a story because it's a hot name and have no quality to it like if you're gonna do it as long as you're doing it right honestly don't have a a problem with it
2: that would be that that I would agree with that sentiment as far as like if you're gonna put out put out a biopic it needs to be good like the NWA strata the compton movie was really good it might have had it might have left out some things because uh dr Dre and ice cube produced it so they they didn't put in all the bad stuff that they did they did a lot worst things that were kind of left out it was still a good movie um i wasn't a big fan of tlc but i watched the tlc biopic with my wife because she liked tlc and the movie was really good i was like wow this is this is good you know you if you put out a good biopic people will check it out and people will you know the whole new edition biopic i haven't watched it but on twitter a lot of people are they said it's really good but I, I didn't grow up listening to new editions, so I don't really I'm not really checking for them like that. And as long as it's and as long as it's good, as long as it's not like the Alio Leo biopic where they can't even put in her licensed music and she's singing Marvin Gaye songs, it's like, okay, I'm not I'm not watching this. I watched that for like ten minutes and then cut it off. My wife my wife was the one who wanted to watch that. She watched a good ten minutes of it before she had to cut it off too, because it was that bad. Yeah. And, I, and I, I think it's good that they're putting out all these uh, biopics with, uh, like, with hip-hop, R&B, because some of these stories wouldn't be, like, if, if we didn't do a TLC movie, TLC story would never be told. New Edition story would never be told. Pe- like, mainstream pe- people that are in charge of that stuff, they're not, gonna, they're not interested in putting out a new edition movie or a TLC movie because they think because there are more urban artists that they're not going to sell as much as say a Johnny Cash biopic or an Elvis Presley or something like that. Even, you know, the, uh, like a Biggie, Biggie Smalls or Tupac. I think the Tupac movie that they're coming out with, I think that's going to be really good just based on the actors they have in it and the trailer that I saw, the all eyes on me. I think that's going to be one of the, the better biopics.
3: That look like it's going to be hot garbage.
2: Man. Oh, come on. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna I, hot
3: hot I feel the
0: same like, way. I saw what? what? <laughs> I'm not feeling I'm not gonna... It, 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 uh, it doesn't
2: look that. right. It doesn't look right. He looks perfect. just like him.
3: No. I mean, I'm not debating whether the guy looks like Tupac, but the movie don't look right. It don't look like it's – it looked rushed, man. It don't look like they didn't take their time and – yeah, you gotta take your right. time
4: when you're doing stuff like that. Cause I think that's what happened with the with the Leo one. Like they just rushing through our trash. Okay, that was like,
2: a that was a TV movie, and they didn't have but,
4: any licensed music. So but if I do it, then don't even do it. If you, you can't, can't do it no, right, no, 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 no. don't you're, do it. You're
2: not gonna but compare. You're movie, not gonna. You're not gonna compare that Leo biopic to that, this Tupac <laughs> movie. Okay, <laughs> that Tupac movie they might could. Well be a no, 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 no. Hang on, hang on. They could have took. all oh, they could have took fifty years to do that Aaliyah biopic. If they couldn't have licensed music by Aaliyah, that TV, that biopic wasn't going to be good. But well, come they on. Don't they do had... Damn, what they, don't do
3: they damn near they had Lil Mo being Aaliyah. Come on, bro. Like,
2: <laughs> Yeah, I, <laughs> like, I agree that, with that. that. But you're not going <laughs> to compare <laughs> that to the Tupac biopic. Like, that's going right. to be a good movie. I don't know why... T- I don't know hope. what you can see from the trailer that was suggested it's not going to be any good. With the Tupac film... You might as
3: well make it a No Limit film. The way that shit looks, it
2: don't
4: look it don't, it don't wow. Like that. Oh, my God. No like, Limit film. No.
3: Like, no. Like, y'all, are, like, y'all are wilding. Oh, my God. To like, let's be real. When, when they do an Elvis Presley film or if they do a Johnny Cash film, they're going to get it right. They're going to get the right producers. They're going to make sure that that movie is representing them the correct way. If they going to do a Tupac film, you got to represent Tupac the right way. And you got to make sure
2: that film is like the best. They've been you trying to come half
3: ass on a Tupac film. They've
2: been trying to do this movie for like 10 years. I don't know where this they're rushing it and it's half ass is coming. All from. right. Well, they've been trying. Been, they've been trying forever to cast someone to play Tupac. And they just found the guy. Like they've been okay. looking for almost 10 years. This is but not. Some, guy, this is not some like, oh, we're going to. This is not some quick money grab. Like they've been they working fired. on this movie for 10 years. They let
3: go John Singleton, and he was the main person that should have been in charge of the film. Benny Boone is really good at making music videos, but he don't make no good movies. Benny Boone should not be doing this. It should be John Singleton. It, it should, should be, be John Singleton. It, it should be the huge I mean, brothers. It should be somebody that can make a good film. It should, F, it, it, it,
2: it, it should be one of them. Like I agree. It should, like John Singleton should be a part of this because he's been trying to make this movie. But- I just can't get past the whole they rushed into making this movie when they've been trying to. I'm going to say this on my
1: years. part. I, I'm going into this movie with lower expectations, and I hope it blows me away. I doubt it blows me away, and and maybe it's because I hold Tupac to such a high, a high regard. That's also the thing. That's and, also you the know, thing. and maybe I'm like, okay, so let me ask you this: What did you guys think of the Notorious film?
2: I liked it. I thought it was I good.
4: It. Yeah.
1: I thought it was good.
3: I, I didn't watch it because it, it was too soon. I saw it one time,
0: and the only part of the movie I remember was uh, uh, the chick that played uh, Little Kid My Power Getting Naked.
1: That's the only part I remember. So I, mean, I thought classic. That, How was it too soon? It was like 10 bad. years after he died, wasn't it? Shout out, yeah, shout man, out
3: too
2: soon. G's. Nah, man, they rushed it. It was rushed because it came out a decade after the guy died. It's too rushed. soon.
3: It ain't about the time frame of him dying. It's just the fact that like, come on, bro. Pete Diddy don't have the resources he has now, but I bet five, he could have probably made a way better film now than he did when he put Gravy or whoever that was to cast Biggie.
4: The, movie the guy that was
3: really...
2: cast as Biggie was, look, damn near like him. Yeah, it doesn't matter, man. He could have made a better <laughs> a little... film. What not? Like, I'm, I'm confused, man. I'm, I'm sure he could
3: have made a better film. Like, I, I see, I, hey, it, I got my opinion on it, but I'm telling you, the film probably could have been better.
1: I I in my personal opinion, I thought it was a decent film. Yeah. Um it's,
3: it's big, it could have been it should be a great film. just like the straight out of Cotton film, they nailed it. You got to nail it when it comes to these people's legacy, though. Okay, like, if you
1: if
2: you you,
3: you can't rush you can't rush nobody's legacy. That's that's what I'm saying. If
2: right? you talk if you talk to a lot of people, a lot of people will say that the NWA film wasn't spot on. They left out a lot of bad stuff that Dr. Dre did.
1: Yeah, the Michelin right. stuff and
3: and Let's that's see,
2: what that's what led to her biopic that, that came on movie. TV.
3: They said they had a lot of footage that they couldn't use because they there didn't. Was so no, much no, 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 no.
2: They didn't even shoot that footage, so they didn't even put that no, in there.
3: They said no. a lot of footage that was not used. F Gary Gray said it himself. He said, "Look, we had a lot of stuff that we could not use because the film would have been too long." But that's why I like shit like Netflix. Like you can take your time and put the story out and make it the right way versus throwing out a movie and you got to leave out certain parts that people felt like it was intricate.
1: Did anybody see the Michelle the ah, Michelle movie? Nope, nah, no. Nah. Okay, I, I didn't see it either. I mean, I knew I heard about the story, her getting passed yes. around from the homies, but well, uh,
0: not to cut you off. But uh, with the uh, trailer company, yeah, they did watching that movie. One of the big, uh, again, they knew what they were doing. They made it a movie that uh, mainstream America could consume, but still be edgy enough where people that know the story will watch it because they. They pretty much painted easy as like this, you know, lovable folk hero. You know, folk hero, <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. Sad guy, he lost his brother. You know, Ice Cube's getting getting harassed by the cops. These are these things happen, but these. Easy E was a, a, a gangster's gangster. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they paint. I mean, he d- you know, he's
1: dead. So you don't want to paint him in that bad of a light,
0: though. Well, you oh, know? But that, that's not true. So when I die, I don't want somebody to, to paint me out of somebody I'm not.
1: Keep it, keep well, it We're up. gonna make you a hero. If you die, we're not gonna say all the bad <laughs> stuff you did. We're gonna okay. it's kinda of, so, kind of, so, kind of like the, Donald it's,
0: Trump. So when Donald Trump dies, we're gonna paint him as a hero or are we gonna paint him for the, the first of all, I'm of not touching the subject
1: <laughs> at all. Uh, a, I'm gonna paint him as an
2: asshole. That's what I'm. Well, gonna that, that keep it a orange
1: asshole that. A, like that. That's just like
2: the 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 doctor or the uh Strata Compton thing. That's kind of like the the Dave Chappelle skit where he does the uh Antoine Fisher, where he makes everything about him great. Like he came out with a 12 inch dick. He, <laughs> <dating> <laughs> Halle- <laughs> <laughs> he was dating. He was yeah. dating Halle Berry. He had Eddie, Eddie Murphy and Rick uh, Richard Pryor calling them telling he, telling them. He was great. That's what Straight Outta Compton basically was. It was basically Dr. Dre and Ice Cube telling their story about all the great stuff that they did, and they left a lot of stuff Bad that movie. they did wrong out of that, which is fine, which is normal. But let's, let's not act like, you know, everybody that does a biopic nails it on the head. Even, like, for, for someone as complex as NWA is and Tupac, me personally – I would rather have them do like a documentary series on them. Talk talk to people that were there. Don't have anybody with any kind of influence on the story. Don't don't get funded by Dr. Dre or Ice Cube or anybody like that. Just go with a camera, talk to everybody was there that was there, get their stories, put it into a documentary to where there's no. There's nothing left out. Kind of like the uh the the OJ documentary thirty oh, yeah. for thirty. They, I, leave, they that, leave nothing out on that.
3: Well, they kinda already have that with Tupac, though. Like they have been did that. That's on tape, unfortunately.
2: That's that's the thing with Tupac, is that's that's gonna be the hard part about making a movie about Tupac because of how complex he was. You know, he was like that, you know, you know, black, black empowerment. Brenda's got a baby, but you know and that's the part I, that they um
1: kind of wanted to cut out, but I can understand why they would cut that out because and sorry to cut you off, but not sorry. But clear I yes. can see why they would cut that off because to some people that'd be boring, you know. You don't want to hear about him being poetic and and the dear mama, no, the brother's got a baby. You want to see the Tupac that was uh in shootout, spitting on people, being wild, incarcerated. But, yeah. but
2: that that's what I liked about the notorious movies that they showed they showed both side, <clears throat> They showed both sides of, of Biggie. They showed that he was like you know a, a good father. He was loyal to his mom. He was good to his friends, but he was also a dog. He also dogged out little Kim and Faith Evans and all of them. <laughs> and that's the thing. I, that's the thing that makes like Tupac even more complex. He's got the dear mama. He's got Brenda's got a baby, but he also comes out trying to spit on people. First off, fuck your clique. And fuck, first off, what?
1: Fuck the clique. Mid- wait, fuck your – Clicking your bitch wait, and the click
2: you claim or whatever, like, Fuckin you know, bitch. you well, claiming to be a player, but I fucked your wife, stuff like that. He's got a lot of stuff, a lot of complexities that go into Tupac. So to, to and, and I, that's that's my fear, not fear, but that's my hesitation with seeing a Tupac movie is because you're going to take all those different things that he has going for him. The stuff that happened with his mom, who was a Black Panther, well,
0: maybe him maybe, being born know, like, in prison. They already him had going to the- resurrection, though. That's kind of where they showed. That's that's kind of more what I liked. I think that you showed they showed all that stuff in that movie. So it's kind of like, well, now we're gonna go with a, a different, a different angle, like a movie's movie. Like Tupac Resurrection, pretty much gave me all I needed to see. Like I'm good. Like, I'll be good not to ever see a Tupac movie again for that. So. I mean, but again, people—it's like you said—it's the hot wave, I guess, popular wave. So, I mean, I'm gonna see it. But the thing is, with movies like that that have popular popular music, it's it's not hard for them. It's hard for them to not be successful because whether the movies good or bad, once them once some songs start playing, you kind of forget. Well, damn, this this scene was kind of garbage, or this person. Well, and you start jamming out to the songs like straight out of Compton, like mad people left the theaters playing N.W.A. Straight on Compton, or EZE songs, Ice Cube songs. Like,
1: no Vaseline, yeah. Yeah,
0: the music kind of gives it a, a buffer, because you're like, alright, well, it wasn't great, but I-, I do love these songs, I love these artists, so you kind of you know, look over stuff
2: like and that. I, mean, I, I still feel like that, that was a great movie. It wasn't 100% like accurate and they left out a lot of stuff but i still feel like it was a good movie regardless every,
3: every movie's gonna leave stuff out you're not gonna put the scene of somebody boning their old lady on every scene or they you're gonna leave shit out oh he, he did this like he beat the shit out of somebody they're not gonna put all that in the movie man yeah but, but that's
2: you, but yeah, you i mean you, 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 make
3: it, you make it make it
2: seem uh, like that's a footnote in his life that was a big got, deal like he you went to jail for that, better, didn't
3: he you got to preserve these people's legacy. That's what nah, no,
2: I love. I love to
4: Nah. I mean some of it. You ain't, gotta, okay. you ain't gotta harp on it, but you gotta put some of it in That's it. that's why
2: that's why I like documentaries better. Cause there's no I'm not trying to preserve your legacy. I want to know about you everything: the good, the bad, the ugly. And when you say something like preserving someone's legacy, say they wouldn't say, say and I don't want to, I don't want to get I don't want this to go off the rails. But if you want people to preserve people's legacies, if they do a documentary or a biopic on Bill Cosby, they're going to avoid all the sexual assault stuff. That's preserving his legacy. If you leave all that out, then you can't leave that stuff
3: out. You can't ignore that stuff. What do you feel like they left out that you remember about MWA? Because all the important things they hit on them.
1: I'm going off I mean, with the Michelin thing, they, they did leave out. Yeah, yeah that's, that's like... that's. Stuff, I mean.
3: Who gives a fuck about Miss L.A. Her career was shorter than the goddamn uh, ant dick. Like, come on, okay, but that's also
2: road. that's also his wife, though. Like, you can't just ignore the fact that he beat his wife. And they it did this. A- they did the same thing in the James Brown movie. They put one scene in there of him slapping his wife. When people know that James Brown was pretty abusive to the women he was with, you have not to put way, that, that stuff a, in there. That was not
1: a good biopic. As it wasn't. It wasn't. It was all was over the place. That I was, that was like, yeah.
4: They didn't do him no justice in
0: that movie, though. Like, man, I, was, okay. I was pretty upset. Okay, I I wrap this up. So, with, with that being said, with the James Brown thing, I'm where I'm from Augusta. James Brown, he he's the goat. Without James Brown, there's no Michael Jackson. There's no Usher. He
1: oh, yeah. he, he is I the. You still would have been born though. But okay. He Oh right, yeah. God! <laughs> <die>. Come <laughs> on, <laughs> man. No, not these things,
3: man.
0: For that disrespect, you've been, you've been, you've been, you've been muted. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take that shit. That's not that's not gonna fly. <laughs> nah, so again, with, with James Brown do your research, he's the godfather, so he is the he is the uh the son, he is the father to all these uh new age R and B cats or whatever. But yeah, with that 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 movie was pretty much a a poor man's ray. Like they had the whole flashback sequence type deal. I'm like I'm like, why did y'all do this to this dude, man? Like, why? Why did y'all make this movie? This man's movie so bad, man. So again, yeah, I can understand that because you got to keep one hundred. Because I'll bring up uh, James around with people on Twitter, and the first thing they bring up is all his his wild, reckless activities with uh, his women, uh, companions or whatever. So um, we we end it off with uh, everybody's favorite, uh, I guess, biopic movie. Mine would be Ray. I've seen Ray probably. A zillion times. They did a great job. That one is probably the the gold standard for me as far as those type of movies. And with me, honestly, whenever I watch other movies, I I, I automatically in my head compare it to Ray, like because that that hit it on the head to me. So that that's my favorite type. My favorite biopic movie, hands down, no questions asked. Uh, Marcus, If
2: um, <laughs> I had to go with my favorite biopic. I think I'd go with The Temptations. I felt like they they went. And I mean, I I remember it being like a long movie and they, you know, showed them how they were created, you know, them kind of kind of blowing up, uh, them having division, you know, people trying to take over with, you know, the whole David Ruffin thing, them kind of breaking up, them getting back together. And I just felt like the, they didn't, I felt like they put in as much stuff as they could. The music in the movie was really good. Um, I thought the actors were really good in the movie. I just, I just thought it was uh, a good representation of, you know, what can happen if you're in a group, like it's, it's pretty much the, the, the cautionary tale of being in a group, you know, there's always going to be at some point, someone is going to stand out and they're probably going to, they're probably going to get picked out and they're going to get bigger than the group. And, that's the part where you have to kind of either 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 your group group sticks together and can band around that and stay strong, or they break apart and go their separate ways, and that one person you know goes off and becomes you know Omarion or or Justin Timberlake or Michael Jackson and all that. So that's the Temptations biopic is my
4: favorite. Yeah, I say I have to say Temptations is mine hands down as well. I think they really they, they did a really good job, like you said, like. The actors that they got for it, they to me, they hit every angle of their story. They really didn't leave out anything. Um, but yeah, I say, I'd say hands down, that's that's my favorite one as well.
3: All right, well, I'm gonna go with Straight of Company just because it's very unpopular in this particular group. Straight is is hip hop, man. It was it was really it was done really nicely. You know, what I'm saying they was able to touch on certain things that I remember from my childhood as far as them being banned, as far as their music, Uh whole Rodney King beating, the whole riots in the street of uh, L.A. Uh, I felt like that particular movie, you know what I'm saying, speaks to these kids now because a lot of gangster rap is being made and a lot of these cats need to understand where a lot of this stuff comes from. Uh, so I will choose that particular movie for
2: this particular say. Just just for the record, just for the record, I bought straight out of Compton. I really liked that movie. I thought it was great.
1: Nigga, am I off the thing yet or what's going on? <laughs> Did this faggot take me off the thing or yeah, not? Yeah, yeah, you've been taking
0: out of time. Fucking red
1: hat wow. red uh, what's not uh, anyway F word, yeah. No, 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 because I'm gonna use them because that, that was that was unnecessary. Yeah, my, my favorite biopic, shut up. All right, my favorite biopic is gonna be it'll, the it'll, Ray, but, but I don't even think that's a biopic. That it was just so good. I did like straight out of Compton for the record. And yeah, I didn't
0: like straight out of compton yeah. either. I don't know what Classic,
1: yeah. I don't know where that came from, but I Thank like you. straight out of Compton Temptations, of course. David Ruffin, Meridian stand up, gotta represent for my boy.
0: There you go, 6-0-1. 601.
4: <laughs> 601.
0: <laughs> oh man, all right. So, uh, last but not least, to wrap this up, you know, today is a big day for uh, some of us in this chat. You know, um, the Atlanta Super Falcons will be representing the NFC in the Super Bowl, and we are going to give our quick uh, predictions. Um, I guess I'll go last because it's probably obvious who I'm going to pick to win the game. So, uh, you know, we're going to start with uh, with El Breezy. He's, he's a Titans fan, and he has some interest. He, he knows his football. So I'd like to hear his take on what he thinks is going to happen in this uh, Super Bowl. So knock yourself out.
4: I mean, y'all should. That's, oh, I'll say this. The Falcons should win the game. But my thing is, you, in order for y'all to win, y'all going to have to get out to Brady. Y'all going to have to get in his face, be in his face all game. Because if you can't get back to him, I mean, we know what he does. But then, too, the thing is, though, is it's, it's hard going against the Patriots because you don't know what they're going to do. I mean, you can, you can prepare, like, okay, we're, we're going to try to stop Brady. But then you got to worry about Blunt. I mean, you on the know gonna, what are they going to do with Lewis. But, I mean, y'all should win this game. But I don't think it's going to be – I don't think it's going to be easy, though. I mean, if y'all get the Brady, like the Texans did earlier on, and I think the Steelers did as well, but if y'all can really get out to him getting in face, cause him to mess up and stuff like that, then y'all can win the game. I mean, one thing I
0: feel like I'm gonna have to <clears throat> have to combat everybody, just ask counterpoints. So the thing is, everybody says you're gonna have to stop Brady. You're gonna have to stop Brady. How are they gonna stop the Falcons' offense? That's that's what that's my, always my counter argument. It seems like the focus, even though I know the Patriots, this is gonna be their seventh Super Bowl. It's kind of like it's, – it's kind of like always one-sided. How are you going to stop Brady? How are they going to stop Atlanta? That's what, I, that's what I'm trying to figure out. That's what I've been trying to figure out the whole week. Because if they come out – if Atlanta comes out and plays their game, it's like what what can you do? You say that you know what the Patriots are going to do. It's like you can't really say what Atlanta's going to do. One game, Julio might go off. One game, Julio might not go off and we still put up 40 points. One game, Tevin Coleman might be leading receiver. One game, Devontae – I thought Fee- you were
1: going last, though.
0: Say what? No, no, I just, I'm, just, I'm just providing a counterpoint. I'm not, I'm not making my pick. I'm just providing a counterpoint to see what he says. Oh, saying. okay. Because okay. Yeah, like, I, I keep hearing that same, that same argument, how to stop Brady, but nobody thinks, okay, how are you going to stop the doctor's offense? So.
4: I mean, same thing. I mean, yeah, they got to stop y'all too, and that's going to be tough for them. But I think, too, it's going to come down to who, who messes up first, like turnovers. I think whoever whoever commits the most turnovers the first time is going to lose the game. Cause yeah, they do have to stop y'all. I mean, y'all have. I mean, I, I will say that people. I think they do overlook the Falcons offense. I mean, it, it it's great. I like, think like I think some people compare it to like the greatest show on turf or whatnot, and and it is. And they're gonna. We're, have to
0: stop we're better y'all. than that team statistically.
4: So. Yeah, but I, they do got to stop y'all too. But I, I think it's gonna come down to who 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 turns over the ball the least or who turns it over first.
0: I mean, that's that's. That's very football cliche. In any game, whatever team turns over the least is most likely to win the game. So that's not really, in my opinion, a valid point. But uh, let's see. Uh, let's see, Marcus. What do you? What do you have to say? What's your? What's your pick?
2: Uh, I would say that um, I think this game is going to be reminiscent of the Patriots Panthers Super Bowl, where like the first half. It was very low-scoring, a defensive struggle. Teams trying to figure everything out. And I think coming out of the half, the Falcons' offense is just going to pretty much put up points. Like, this is the best offense in the NFL right now. The Patriots' defense I don't think is as good as advertised. Um, they, they might be the number one ranked defense, but if you look through their schedule, they didn't really play a lot of good offenses. They never played an offense as good as the Falcons. And I just think Julio Jones is going to have the same kind of game that he had in the uh, NFC Championship game, and I think he's going to end up being the uh, Super Bowl MVP.
0: Uh, well, but the only concern I have is uh, <clears throat> that I look out for is uh, – they say that Alex Mack is playing with a fractured leg, which I think that's more blown out of proportion. And then Julio Jones is
2: injured, but he's been
0: in, injured, quote-unquote injured the whole season. So Yeah,
2: I, I, I did forget about the the Alex Mack thing. I mean, we can't – that's not something to be overlooked. Like, having a broken bone in your leg is a pretty big deal, especially at the same well, position. It's a fresh.
0: Let's say if it's a hairline
2: fracture, I'm sure they can uh, – yeah, okay. A fracture is a big deal. I understand Coach that. Football. I understand
0: that. Well, but I'm sure this has been, it's, he's had 2 weeks to work on this. I'm sure they're going to shoot him up with all the good drugs the NFL likes to pass out, so. Yeah, they're
2: going to they're going to shoot him I, up I, with they're going to shoot him up with all these drugs and he's going to probably end up being addicted to painkillers his whole life, but let's let's ban players for smoking weed, but that's totally different. That's a different That's a different thing. I just think that I, I probably would watch the uh, the Falcons offensive line because the centers on NFL teams, they're the ones that are making the protection calls for the most part. Yeah. The center, as someone, as a Colts fan who has spent the last like three years watching an O-line that is garbage, uh, I understand how important the center position can be. So if the center is not on his game, that can affect the rest of the, the offensive line. So that's probably who I will watch the most. If Alex Mack can get shot up with enough drugs to be able to perform at his, his level, then I think that offensive line will be fine. But if, you know, if those drugs start to wear off, then I'd, I'd be concerned about that. It might yeah. be. because we're the
0: only team that's had the, uh, <clears throat> had our starting five offensive line yeah. play together in the entire Every,
2: every game, that's which like. Is,
0: which is like, pure luck. Like, two years outward. prior to that, we had the offensive line apocalypse where we had uh, players like Levine Tuiolo who somehow was miraculously, miraculously still on the team at one point was playing right tackle, which is. I awesome.
2: would I would kill to have I would kill to have an offensive line that was able to play consistently for 16 games.
0: Shout out to the Titans uh, and uh, your boy LaVey Appreciate that. So uh, let's see, classic. What What do you think? You're a you're a long suffering Jaguars fan. You know what do you have? What should it say?
3: lot – Long-suffering Jaguars fan. I mean, actually, I, I I picked those uh sorry-ass Dirty Birds to win. Um, yeah. actually, I, I hate Tom Brady. I don't. I hate to see him win anything. So, I love to see him fall. But here's the thing: if the Falcons uh don't get too fancy with themselves, I mean, they just need to keep it simple, man. They need to find whatever holes they can in their offense. But that's what the Bill Belichicks of the world gonna do. They're gonna try to find out. What it is that they don't do uh, very well in their offense to try to exploit it, they need to figure it out themselves and try to make sure they can cover their own ass to make sure that that defense uh, don't shut them down to where they're, you know, one-dimensional. But I really do believe that the Falcons can go ahead and take the Super Bowl, honestly, man. They just don't have to get too fancy with it, man. Go ahead and beat the motherfuckers down and get that first Super Bowl win. There we go. But unfortunately, I hate to throw this in there. Every quarterback that's won the MVP has lost the Super Bowl in recent mm. times.
2: Yeah, uh, since so like 1999.
3: That's, that's the only thing that y'all got to, you know. Hopefully, y'all shape it, though. You know.
4: Now
0: I'm sure we could we could dig in deeper than that that hot take step that ESPN put out, but you know how they do. Yeah. All right. So, I uh, love Trey, What you got, man?
1: What I have here, in my heart of hearts, I want Atlanta to win, but in my mind, I think the Patriots are gonna pull it out. Um the mysterious the losing of the playbook, I don't think anybody has brought that up. How the fuck do you lose your playbook <laughs> before the well, biggest game of your coaching career let me let me say this about
0: that real quick what with, with the whole playbook thing, all right. So, again, he had a, he, somebody actually picked up this book bag. The, the thing that, that, that people aren't – why I think nobody made this a big deal is that it's 2017. Like, it's not like it's 2000 or 1998 where there's actually a play book like paper, like where you're just going to flip through it. This dude probably means his play tablet is probably locked and encrypted. So even if somebody picked it up, they wouldn't have the ability to access it. And then, even when they did, like, what were they gonna do? Like, you don't have USB drives on on tablets, so there's really no way that I'm thinking you could get that done in 30 minutes or so. That it was lost. Like, if you did, then you're the ultimate. You need to be working with the KGB or the FBI CIA if you're you're on that type of savagery to figure that out that quickly. So that's why I don't think people made a big deal out of it. Another small note: allegedly, there was a drone. It was flying over the Falcons practice the other day. So I was like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'm not, I'm not gonna be one of those fans that, you know, if we were to lose, say that the Patriots cheated. But if the players, if the players were to come out and say, hey, for some reason they knew our cause or whatever, then I'd it run through my mind when I could be the better fans. Like, oh, you know, they, they cheated, they sold a the playbook. Again, these are professional coaches, even with the playbook. Other coaches have mad film on playbook. There's only so many players they're going to run. They know what their game plan is. It's either you're going to execute it or you don't. Know, so my bad to cut you off, but you go ahead and finish up.
1: Yeah, it, uh, it, it's kind of a little bit bigger to me because when we have so many people from the Patriots that are Trump supporters, and of course with Arthur Blank being uh, a Democrat and he he supports the Democrats, it's kind of like, because of that, I do want Atlanta to win. I want Atlanta to win this game, but for some reason, I just I think the Patriots are just going to win it. I don't know why they're going to do it, but it just seems like when they're supposed to lose, they always win. And this seems like another example, another Seattle, another um, St. Louis, another Philadelphia. It seems like the same thing again. A high-powered offense going to run in there. And they're not. They're going to lose a close one.
0: Well, the the thing of the high power offense, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily look at it as high power. Even though the numbers say this, I say this more a diverse offense. I think that's where a lot of the the, the points come from. That you never know who's going to get it again. Matt Ryan was the first quarterback to ever have thirteen different receivers catch test outcast. It's not like you know, it's every game. It's okay, Julio's. You know, getting all these touchdowns. Julio actually didn't even lead the team in touchdown reception. That was Taylor Gabriel. I think that's what makes the Falcons dangerous: is that anybody can get it. It could be, it could be that we could have the, we could have a backup if we were to win end up being the MVP. Like that's just how 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 diverse our offense is. So um, I'll go ahead and wrap it up. My pick. Obviously, I'm picking the Atlanta Super Falcons. Um, I think that we're gonna win. I think the only way, honestly, we can win is if we win by more than. Seven to ten points. I don't think it's going to be one possession game. I think we're going to have to keep our foot on the gas the entire time and keep the pressure on them to try to play catch up. If we can't score like we've been scoring the last two weeks, then I, I don't think we're going to win. So um, I, I think it's going to be a good game. But I, I think Atlanta ultimately has the horses player for player to to outplay them. It might be a little shaky at first. So I think once they figure it out, get their bearings, get the jitters off, I think we'll, we, can, we can take these guys and we can start a a new tradition of winning and maybe start a new – hopefully a new dynasty with the great young defense that Dan Quinn has created via the draft and with a new confident first-time MVP quarterback for the franchise. Hopefully that is the the battery in his back that's going to lead us to our uh, franchise's first Super Bowl. So that's that's pretty much my take. Uh, Again, this is the committee podcast. You can catch me at South 3706 706 on Twitter. Again, if you have any comments, you want to debate us, come on, chop it up. Even chop it up on Twitter. Give us a follow. Like I always say I'll follow you back as long as you're not, you know, racist or stupid. Um we do this for fun. This is uh you know a good release for us. It's just cool. We're kicking it, we're having fun, having a good time. So uh I thought what the Love Killer Trade to give his a closing thoughts uh this is South 3706
1: 706. Love, Killer Trey here. Uh, you can, of course, follow me, L-U-V-K-I-L-L-A-T-R-E, on Twitter. Um, I'm always on Twitter, always looking to interact. Um, I hope it's a good game tonight overall. Uh, to me, Eminem is overrated, and it's a couple of biopics that I can't wait to see. And I will uh, spread the love to my pal, Marcus, underscore Sniffles.
2: Yeah, Marcus, underscore Sniffles on Twitter, Instagram. Uh Hit me up. I'm always available. Uh, And uh, make sure you go out and buy straight out of Compton like I did. It's a
4: great movie. Now four. closing comments, Um, I hope it's a good game tonight. Hopefully it's not a blowout, which I don't think it's going to be. Biopics, I'm looking forward to seeing the Tupac biopic. And uh, no comment on the Eminem, Big Sean. Not a big fan of neither one.
1: Yeah. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah,
0: that dark paradise is is uh, is fire. I'm not gonna lie. I can I can confidently say that Big Sean's last two albums were better than Drake's last two albums.
4: Yeah, Drake, yeah, I'm not a fan of those last two albums either. Yo, all right.
3: Well, classic 904 on Instagram. Uh, I, I hope the Falcons go ahead and beat the Patriots tonight. Uh, but also. uh, Straight out of continent was a hell of a movie. Best of our time so far with the uh, hip hop biopic. Set the standard. And then also Eminem um, is a great lyricist, but what the fuck is he talking about? And the Big Sean album is Ass. I'm out.
0: Cool. So I like to uh, give a couple quick shout-outs. Uh shout out to the city of Augusta. Shout out to uh all my people in New Jersey, shout out my people in Jamaica. Shout out to anybody who listens to this and uh, show support. Uh, we appreciate any support and uh, suggestions y'all might give us to make this better for y'all. So, you know, we do this for the people. And, uh, you know, say no to drugs.
1: All right, I'm going to do a quick shout out too. i like to shout out um, Michelle Jones, uh, Shayla Scott, uh, Shayla, I forgot your last name, my bad. But everybody that took the time out to review the last tape and give us your honest feedback. Definitely shouts out to y'all. Y'all keep it in the road.
3: Shout out to the committed podcast for having me on so I can talk this shit, man. Appreciate
2: y'all. All
1: right, man. We appreciate you.
2: Hey, shout out to Beyonce for having twins. It's a beautiful thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. I want to, to keep that under wraps you know? I didn't want the whole world to know that uh, we, were, we were trying to get... Be- to <laughs> <you>. <laughs>
2: <No>. The Mayhive. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: Mayhive. <laughs> yes. You know, I had to... I had to go shoot my shot, and you know I'm I'm gonna be a father soon. So DMs are Do open. Up. The DMs Do are up. open. Just kidding. Shout out to the guy, Jay Z. Hove. Oh, no disrespect. Not them body snatchers
3: come get me. call <laughs> oh, calling Skeet meals for now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man.
0: We
4: out. Holla. <laughs>